All right, we are back with another episode of our podcast with the name of uh, R2D2 and C3PO. Oh no, oh no, R2. The probability of anyone continuing to listen to this lame podcast is like 0.1%. (laughs) Okay, so that was a lame impersonation, but I got to go with. Yes, I got to go with whatever DJ says. And whenever his phone vibrates, you'll hear it. And you'll hear whenever someone writes me on Facebook. So why don't I exit out of that too? So actually today we had something very specific we wanted to talk about. Um, We were actually hoping to talk about what it's like building relationships on our island and having friends and how much people are like moving away and trying to get new people to the church and stuff like that and how it's hard in a place that's so transient. But... We decided to save that for next week. Yes, we did. This time, we're going to be talking about what we do at this house for mealtime. We have uh, some a few special things that we really hold tight and dear to um, our way of life out here. Um, and I guess DJ will just tell you a little bit about those to start and you know, just talk about them, I guess. Yeah. So um, one of the things that we <clears throat> make sure to do before any of our meals, um, whether that be for our church meals on Friday at our gathering, or whether that just be for, um, in our household specifically, um, for any meal. So um, it talks about in scriptures how we should be reconciled to our brother. And we'll actually read the scripture here in just a little bit too. But um, it talks about how we should um, leave our sacrifice at the altar and uh, be reconciled with our brother. So um, one of the things that we find very important is to never hold any grudges, um, to never be mad, um, or if we are, if we have any of those um, feelings or concerns, that we address them before we eat our meal. And so sometimes that means um, we have our meals at 10 o'clock at night because we're working through our problems, uh, trying to figure things out, um, figuring out why people are mad, um, extending forgiveness, uh, basically just working through any of those problems. And so it's very important to us to be reconciled with one another before we actually eat our meals. Yeah. And, um, I actually am a big proponent of not quoting all the scripture. Um, not because Bible isn't a big thing, but I kind of am rooting to make this like simple and easy and get people in the word themselves. But, DJ keeps saying, oh, we should read it, read it out loud. And I think he knows something I don't. Like perhaps he knows that no one believes me. So we actually need to quote the scripture. So I guess we can do that. Um, So for instance, Matthew 5, I'm going to paraphrase it in my own words because that's how I roll. Matthew 5 more or less says like, if you have a gift and you're at the altar um, giving that gift to God, that if your brother is upset at you or has something against you or is mad at you or there's something to be healed between your relationship and with anybody really that you need to leave your sacrifice the one that you have for the lord and go and be reconciled with that person um so like dj said a lot of the time for us that means we're eating cold food right right that's like um Another verse that kind of pairs in with that that we talk about is 
Um, there's a few things that are written in the Old Testament, and a lot of them talk, not a lot of them, but a couple of them say stuff like, you know, it's better to have a cold meal in peace and love rather than a warm meal and strife and anger. And we like to replace the meal part with pizza yes. just because it's uh, good. Yeah, so we plan on, like, I plan on, I guess, making a plaque and, like, engraving, uh, like, our own version of that. Like, it's better to have a... Have cold pizza. Cold pizza and, and love and than love, hot yeah. pizza and, and strife. So it's, it's like a big thing of ours here um, in this household. It's kind of the core of every meal we sit down to have together. Um, and I guess we wanted to talk about this today, and we're going to hopefully put this up by tomorrow because tomorrow's Thanksgiving is that it's a time that we're getting together and having meals with the people that we love most. We're getting together and having meals with people in our churches. We're getting meals and eating together with family members, with brothers and sisters and moms and dads. And it's just surprising to me of how much I hear that family members are mad at each other. Sometimes for the past 20 years, sometimes for the past 20 minutes, and we're not working these problems out. We're just giving our gifts at the altar as if there's nothing wrong. We're, we're sitting down and having this really intimate thing. Cause like in the Bible times, like meals were special, right? Right. Yeah. Bible times were very special in the Bible. Um, one of the good examples of that is, is actually, um, the parable of, yeah, the lost sheep. Yes, exactly. And it's just every time it seems like Jesus is sitting down and having meals with people. Yeah. They're always surprised when he's sitting down with, um, other people with, and with yeah, it's a very exactly and yeah. so it must be a very intimate uh, yeah. setting for them for something very important yeah so like obviously we don't have this sacrificial system anymore where we're bringing like lambs to the altar or gifts to god we have this new thing this new covenant and the new covenant is is having communion and that's what brings us um our time of true intimacy with god with remembering um what he's done for us um through the blood of christ and that's why I think we find it so important here in our household because, I mean, that's what it signifies. Yeah. So we just wanted to talk about that because, again, it's a time when, when people are just continuously getting together with the people they care about most. And you're sometimes sitting across the table from a brother uh, that you don't talk to all year long because you're mad at him. And then you're going to this Christmas or this Thanksgiving gathering and you're just pretending everything's fine. You're ignoring the problem. And, and sometimes I think we, th- we find that admirable. Oh, you're, you're, you're able to sit down with the person that you hate. Right. But in all reality, how awesome would it be if we could actually talk about those problems and, and work through them and uh, extend that grace and forgiveness and love to one another and actually work out those problems so we can be reconciled and actually so there doesn't have to be that weird, awkward, like elephant in the room or the tension that you feel, because even though people can just ignore it, you, you know, like anybody who has a problem with anybody, you know that you have that tension inside and it's just, it eats away at you. And, uh, yeah, it just makes it so the relationship is strained so much and it would be so awesome if like during this holiday seasons, if we could just work through those problems that we've had with people and, and, uh, yeah, just work through them and just be able to enjoy the meal really truly and not have those anxieties and those feelings, um, towards other people. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of the time we want to pretend 
oh, well, I got over that problem. And right. I think communication and reconciliation really comes when you talk about those things rather than you're like, oh, let's pretend it never happened. Um, it's easy for me to say because I like to discuss things and talk about problems and, and come to understanding with other people. But I do know people that would rather pretend it just never happened. Yeah, and I mean, I, I could be very guilty of being on that side of the coin and being like, oh, I don't want to deal with the, the problems it may create. But um, something that we've done really well here is communicate with one another. And um, even as somebody who tends to be more in that direction of like, oh, I don't want to have a fight. I don't want this to get crazy. Um, I've learned that if you're talking with other people that truly care about you, that truly love you, that you can just have an open dialogue and actually figure out problems and not have it be this fight or this yeah. insane tension. And it's just, it's really freeing and it just takes away that anxiety and takes away all that, uh, all that fear of the conflict and those types of things. So, yeah, I think what makes it so powerful too, is when you do that, your relationship with the person deepens oh, and of course. the people around you see, oh, wow, these people really like each other. They work through things. They care about each other. I think that DJ and I are deeper in our relationship today because we've tackled problems rather than ignored them. Like several years ago, we had a problem over money and we ignored it. And I guarantee anyone that would have seen me and DJ interact during that. They would have noticed yes, that tension yeah, hands down. Yeah. yeah, they would have seen yeah. that. Oh, there's, there's something weird between yeah. these two. They're kind of like just quiet. Yeah. Like we kind of like talked awkwardly and ignored each other for a good year and a half. And now, you know, like being on the flip side of that, when we can talk about everything, it just makes us love each other that much more, enjoy hanging out that much more. And it's like when guests come and see that, they're just like, oh, wow, that's awesome, whether they're Christians or not. But yeah, that's that the kinda, trick, right? Yeah, and that kind of brings to another point. You know, it's, it's hard because that is something that we do find so important that we don't want to put that on the side, you know, on the back burner and just say, well, there's a guest here. We have a lot of guests here, you know, um, we've had like 55 guests in the last three years. Yeah. And so when that's a priority of ours to, to make that happen, you know, to, to be reconciled with one another, to work out our problems before dinner, um, it becomes a little interesting because, yeah. you know, we have these guests that we, we have to entertain and we're hosting and we're trying to be good hosts, but ultimately it comes down to, um, our belief as Christians is that this is a priority. And so if the people are Christians that are at the house, you know, even if they're not in all reality, we're going to do this. Like this yeah. is something that we hold so highly that, um, you know, we can just say, you know, if you need to eat now, then that's fine, but we're going to work these problems out. And I think that people admire that as well. Like you said, like people can really see and be like, wow, these, these guys really care about working their problems out and not just putting it on the wayside and, and truly believe that and taking communion, um, eating a meal with one another and having that be such an important thing that they see that and, and they admire that. Yeah. Because it, you're right. It is weird. Cause then you're like, um, we got a guest. Should we just ignore this problem? Are we going to tell our guests that we have a problem because then they'll feel weird kind of a thing. But it's exactly like you said too, they can see that tension yeah. and we can all feel that tension. So at those points, it's like, no, we have to, we have to solve this so they can see the way that we normally interact with one another. So they don't yeah. see that, you know, yeah. that negative behavior or. Yeah. I think what impresses like. people and the Bible even talks about this. It says like the outsiders, uh, people will know that, that we're Christians by the way we love one another. And I think a lot of the time we were, 
we think we're great. We'll pat ourselves on the back because we sat down across the table from somebody that we're upset at. And we did a good job pretending. Yes. Or we just, you know, like, cool. So you ate and you didn't get mad right. at one another, right? But I think the Bible, and I know the Bible says, and I think that's why I think this is like, it's so important. Like how much more powerful to sit across the table from someone that you did hate, but you worked through the problem and now you're laughing and joking and having a great time. Like yeah, that's who doesn't way love, more powerful yeah, who doesn't love somebody who loves them? The Bible says it's hard to love the people that you have problems with. Um, the Bible doesn't also say that. I mean, but it also says, um, the world will know Jesus came from God, um, by the way we're one. And it's kind of hard to be one with someone that you don't talk with. It's hard to be one with somebody that you don't express your concerns with or your problems with. And man, it's just, it's really on my heart specifically because I've been to family gatherings on both my mom and dad's side. And, and it's just weird to be at, at these these holiday traditional things that are supposed to be a time where we are in fellowship with the people that we care about most. And it turns out being awkward and weird, or you can tell who doesn't like who. And yeah, absolutely. It's very, it's a very awesome opportunity. I think we have, so we want to encourage people to being reconciled. Like this is a minister ministry of reconciliation. Like God is reconciling everything to himself and we should be reconciling with one another. So the Bible says if we don't, you know, like if we don't forgive one another, if we don't work it out, then God, he's not going to forgive us. Or it says, you know, like if, if we're not good with our wife and we try to have a relationship with God, it can be hindered. So, yeah. And that's the thing too, is, is obviously the encouragement here is definitely because of this time of year and, and the emphasis on the togetherness of meals. But you know, this easily translate into every day for Christians. I mm-hmm. mean, if you're, if you're eating dinner with your wife, and you're both Christians. I mean, this should be a priority of yours to to work through your problems together as husband and wife. Even, yeah. um, you know, just like you're saying, you, like husbands should treat their wives um, the way that they should, so their prayers aren't hindered. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, that's it's the same thing. Yeah, because I mean, like, even you're right. Even in the life of husband and wife, there are husbands and wives that eat silently by themselves, yeah. mad at one another because somebody didn't let the dog out or because somebody cooked a meal and it burnt the meal or because yeah, whatever it they is. had to go to work and their spouse didn't the dumbest stuff too. Not that anything is a good right. excuse, right? but it's, it's crazy. And it's like the Bible says, don't eat the meal. Don't participate in the communion that you're about to have with that person, but rather work through the problem. Um, because it's so important to test your heart and to make sure you're in the right place before you're thanking God for his forgiveness when you're not extending it to other people. Right. Right. So, and it's not, it's not necessarily always going to be easy and you'll probably have a lot of nights where you eat cold pizza. Yeah. Right. But, uh, it's totally worth it. It Trust me. It's, I think that, I don't know, maybe I'm, I'd take this back in another podcast if we talk about something else, but this is one of the things at least I can say that we has helped us grow more than anything else is absolutely. We talk about the problems because we love one another and we know that, that that love to our guests that we have for one another is a huge light and we want to take advantage of that light. So we're just here to encourage people, man, before you sit down with a meal, just at least walk up to the person that you have a problem with and be like, Hey, I know we, we've had some issues, but I want you to know that I'm okay. And regardless yeah. of what happened, I still love you. you yeah. don't even, even if you can't yeah. work through the whole thing at that yeah. point in time, 
yeah. just to acknowledge that it's there to acknowledge. I think, yeah, that's really important for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's probably a lot to chew on because you're probably like, Oh no way. Am I going to talk about this whole thing? How right. awkward? Well, at least, you know, like ease the tension. Just be like, Hey, I know we were arguing a couple of years ago, a couple of minutes ago. Like we're good. Like I still love you. I'm excited. Just let them know you're excited to sit down and eat a meal with them with a brother or sister in Christ. Right. So it was just on our hearts, I guess, to talk about this. Um, next time we are going to be talking about relationships and how hard it is sometimes and how people are always moving and, and people are transient here. But for this time, we want to encourage people be reconciled because this is a ministry of reconciliation. And, um, we we're just, we'll be praying for you. We'll be praying during this Absolutely. Thanksgiving for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Everybody that we know, all, all Christians in general, cause it's such a powerful thing. So yeah. So if you if, even if you're having trouble with this, let us know because we want to pray for you by name. Yeah. Um, this is such a this is a powerful thing to us in our household. And we really want to encourage you to uh, execute and forgive and work through problems. And, um, so with that being said, I guess thanks for tuning in to Holy Life. Hashtag Philippians three twenty or R two and D two. I guess so. <laughs> I can't even whistle now. DJ doesn't know how to whistle, so I can't be um, C3PO. Uh, but uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so, all right, guys, all right. we'll catch you Thank next you time. Yeah, see ya. <laughs>